Hey mama, welcome to the Raw Mom Life Podcast, where we talk about the rawness of motherhood and marriage, from mental health to habits and everything in between, all with vulnerable talk to allow you the space to know you're not the only one. My name is Amber Wilford, mama to three girls, just doing my best every day, even if my best looks different every day. Get ready to laugh and sometimes cry, but always with a good cup of coffee. Let's go. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Mom Life Podcast. Let's talk about friendships today. Friendships are tricky, and I will tell you, they are so tricky that this is like my fourth time recording this episode because I just can't get it right. (laughs) I want to talk about friendships because they are so hard, and I've learned a lot over the years about friendships and my own kind of needs and desires in a friendship. And also experience some loneliness because if we're being honest, which we always are here, we're always being raw, motherhood can be really freaking lonely, really lonely. And honestly, sometimes marriage can, sometimes life, just you can feel lonely and there's nobody who gets it. There's nobody you have to turn to and that sucks. And I've been there, done that. Like I have had so many years where it ebbs and flows. Like I can look back on the years and see where like I always felt like I had somebody that I wanted to call to go grab a coffee, somebody that I could call at 3 a.m. to vent to, somebody that I just wanted to be with when I was low or wanted to celebrate with when I was excited about whatever. And then I've had times where I've had nobody that I wanted to call. And this is outside of my, my husband is my best friend. That's just the way it is. And this might not be the case for you, but maybe you'll relate to some of this and can just take away some encouragement. But when it comes to my girlfriends, I have, things have just ebbed and flowed throughout the years. And it's tricky because in high school, there's just a lot of drama. You're young. And it kind of bleeds into college and there's so much change in college. You have different classes with people and you uh, go home for the summer and then you start jobs and some people care to party and some people don't. And and so things change. Then you go out into the real world and you're supposed to find friends. I got married right out of college. Like literally three months after we grad- I graduated college, we got married and then we had a baby a year and a half later. So I delve right in, but, and so that's my, this is my story. And so this is my story coming from that perspective. But as a young mom, I look back and like, I was definitely lonely. I didn't really have a ton of friends. We had moved when Sylvia was just a few months old into this crappy little apartment till we could find a house. I did get involved in some early childhood family learning classes, which game changer, if you have an ECFE program in your area, I'm I'm not giving you a choice. Like, it is a need as a mom. And I'll give you a couple of reasons why. Number one, that loneliness piece. You meet other moms who have kids your kids' age. Total game changer because that piece right there is you just get each other. You just get the crap of toddler life or you get the sleep deprivation or whatever. Number two, I hate to tell you this, but you don't know anything about motherhood. (laughs) We know nothing about motherhood. Like this is all just an experiment, y'all. Like we don't have a clue. We think we do, 
And then we get into motherhood and then we're like, oh, my baby's teething. I've read 30 things about this, but in the moment, I don't know what to do. I'm panicking. And like, it's great to have people to turn to. Or uh, as they get older, like I used to think oh, my kids aren't going to get phones till they're driving. Well, if I'm, none of my kids have phones at the moment, but like, it's not going to be uh, not until they're driving. Like they are going to have phones before then. I already know it, but you don't know what you don't know. At ECFE classes, not only do you meet other moms who are in the same place as you, but you also get to learn about motherhood and learn from professionals and from other moms who are professionals, right? On um, things that are scientifically helpful, but also on experience of the other moms of like, I don't know how many times I went to ECFE when my kids, it's for zero to five, ages zero to five. And if you don't have something like this in your area, like specifically early childhood classes at your school, find a program like MOPS or something where you can just get together with other moms of, of kids, your kids' age. But uh, I don't know how many times I went there with like a specific situation. I, I remember a really hard phase for me when my youngest was a toddler was that she didn't want to take two naps anymore. No, it was when she didn't want to take a nap anymore. And she was only like two and a half. And I was not ready for those naps to end. I needed that. And I fought that girl tooth and nail to keep her in that darn bedroom. <laughs> if you've been here that long, if you've been with me for that long, you will know that I, I think that was, yeah, I had Instagram then. <laughs> With Instagram, I don't even know. I had Instagram because I remember posting on my stories like I was just like sitting outside her bedroom working, trying to keep her in her bedroom. But anyway, I digress. I would take this issue to my ECFE class and and we had a, para, or a, a parent ed teacher who was able to help us, you know, give us that professional advice and then also speak with other moms on who had dealt with something like this and maybe something that worked or didn't work for them. And so... ECFE, I'm telling you, every single mom needs ECFE. Every single one. Every single one. You need ECFE. I also loved just like the practice my little kids got in separating from me. The practice that they got uh, sharing toys with other kids that weren't her siblings. The toys and the sensory stuff, the art, it was all different than we had at home. And it also just got us out of the house. So I cannot say enough about how much I love ECFE. And I totally went on a whole rant about ECFE instead of friendships, but you make a lot of good friends at ECFE as well. Like I have met many, many moms over the years who I know I can count on, who I've had plenty of play dates with, whose kids are my kids' friends. Uh, and even to this day, like there's this great group of moms that I'll hang with once in a while and their kids are kind of that step behind me, right? Where they are still in ECFE and into like early elementary school where I'm like early elementary school to middle school now. But it's, I love hanging out with those moms and like Carmen's friends with those, some of those kids. And uh, it's just, it's wonderful to expand your network. Okay. I feel like that was a great start for me, especially when we moved to a new area and I became a new mom, to be able to meet other moms, to, to find friends. And then you just start meeting people. I, I hate to say it, but like as your kids get older and they get involved in things, you do start to meet more people and you meet friends that way. 
One of my good friends I actually met at preschool drop-off because we were dropping off our girls. We both had littles that were younger than our preschooler, and so we connected, and and we're still friends to this day, and now our kids, those preschoolers are 10. Oh my gosh. But anyway, I met, met her that way. I have met other moms then through other moms who have become really good friends of mine. I have met moms through sports. Like the day I record this, we are fresh into indoor soccer practice for the season. And I've been with these moms now for a few seasons, for the most part, a few seasons. And I forgot how much I enjoy their company. And although they might not be my best friends, having a, a lot of friends can sometimes be really nice, you know, and just people who bring you joy. I got involved in a book club years and years ago when we first moved back to Minnesota that I'm still a part of. Uh, and and those women are wonderful too. And I meet with them once a month. And so there are different things that you can get involved in with or without your kids to be able to meet people. Now, I will also say that I have had to learn over the years that I can't be best friends with everybody. I have had to learn to find and keep the quality friends that make sense for me and put boundaries around the friendships that aren't. And they might still be good friendships, but maybe not the the best, right, for us to be best friends. Or maybe you think that one person's your best friend, but then you realize at some point she doesn't treat your friendship that way or vice versa. Um, it's okay to put up boundaries and, and still be friends with people, but you don't have to tell them everything under the sun that's going on with your life. To this day, in this moment, I would say that I have one friend who I will tell literally anything and everything to that's going on in my life, who I know I can cry to and, and have a good therapy session with, who will celebrate me when something good happens, who will just let me vent and listen and who will pray for me, who loves Jesus. Uh, I mean, we will talk about anything and everything. And uh, I just, I love this friend to the depths of my being. She's my 3 a.m. friend. If something happened at 3 a.m., I could call her and she would be there in a heartbeat. There aren't a ton of friends who would do something like that. And so anyway, I have other friends who I still really love. And I talk to them about a lot of things. But there are boundaries about like certain things that I may or may not want to talk to them about. Or there are certain friends who are better at certain things than others. Example, when I need tough love, when I need a very honest opinion, I go to my friend Jen because I know that no matter what she says, it comes out with love and that she will give me her honest feedback, even if it's not what I want to hear. There are certain people who won't do that, certain friends of mine who won't do that. And so I you kind of learn over the over time being friends with people who's good at what, right? And who maybe has become kind of a toxic person or just like a negative person or somebody who just has become unhealthy for you in the phase of life that you're in right now. It's okay to put up boundaries around those friendships. It's kind of the same like what I talk about with social media. You have permission to unfollow anybody you want. You go and follow me. If you start comparing yourself to me, get out of my Instagram. And it's the same. 
for me, I love to follow other moms who are raw and real and authentic. But when I get to a point where I'm comparing myself to them, and it very much happens, I unfollow them. And it's not anything to do with them. It's to do with me. Okay. And there are some people who I'm like, okay, this person's a little bit, um, her values are a little bit different than mine. I'm going to unfollow her. And it's kind of the same thing in, in friendships. You don't unfollow your friends <laughs> in real life. Like you don't have to completely cut off a friendship. Although I've had to do that in the past as well. I have just had to put, you just have to put up boundaries. You just have to put up boundaries. And it's okay to say no to hanging out with friends who don't fill your cup. Uh, there was a handful of times that I had hung out with this one friend in particular from the past that uh, my husband would just be like, you never have anything good to say when you leave hanging out with her. Why do you keep hanging out with her? And I was like, because I want to be friends with everybody and we're friends. And eventually it just, it dissipated a little bit. And I kind of quit saying yes to getting together with this person. And not that she's a bad person. It's just not what I needed in that moment, in that place in life. And even now I have some of my really good friends that I have put up boundaries around for certain things because that's just what I have to do for my own mental health, for my own family's health. Like it is okay. And you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Of course, if you're going to be hurt by a friend, like there are certain cases where you want to have conversations with people about stuff, but if it is only going to help, right? Like if you just need to accept things for where they're at and put up boundaries, then it's okay to do that too. And I'm trying to tell you kind of what I've been through without being super specific um, because I do love a lot of these people still, but I've had to just, I just had to put up boundaries and then learn who are the people that I really want to invest in. And also, I will also say as a wife that uh, you get to your 30s and all of a sudden marriages are falling apart around you and it is okay to be there for your friends, to listen to their struggles and pray for them. You also, I just want to warn you, have to be careful that if that is all you hear about ever and it's not in a, I just need to vent sort of way, but I'm beating my husband down verbally kind of way to you, be careful. Be careful because the people you hang around with are the people you start acting like. And so I don't know if this is all helpful. I hope it was. But know that uh, it's not unique to you to feel lonely or feel like you're struggling to make friends. But I just maybe want to encourage you to Embrace the friendships that you currently have and find the one or two maybe that you can really invest in and in that person invests in you too because those are the friendships that really feed you, right? Like it is good to have an extended network and that's where I, you know, say get involved in some things so you can meet some people. But when it comes down to it, those cup filler friendships are the ones that you really want to invest in. And look for qualities in a friend that make sense for you and your values. For me, you know, my closest friend also goes to church and we talk about God and our faith. And actually, she's also Catholic. And so that, you know, we really have that to relate to. 
Um, our kids are similar in age. We both are in good marriages that we both work really hard for and we have times where marriage sucks because it does, but we can listen to each other, right? The other person doesn't always be like, here's my advice because neither of us want that. Um, we encourage each other, we celebrate each other, we pray for each other. And I've just really learned to to invest in that because those are a lot of my values. And you have to find what's important to you. So I guess the place you need to start is what is important to you? What are your values? What matters to you? And then maybe you look at, okay, if it's faith, you know, get involved in your church. I'll also say this, you know what? That kind of made me just think. Getting involved in your church as a young mom, depending on your church, like we have a lot of families that have young kids and also like just a lot of kids. But when you get involved in groups, you don't find that it's always the young families involved because we are in over our heads a lot of times. But it is also a really great place to find a mentor, a really great place. So don't be afraid to get involved in a book study, a Bible study, a I don't know, go to Stations of the Cross or I don't know what your church has. Get involved in something. But know what matters to you. Know what matters to you so that uh, you can really know what you are looking for in a friendship. I mean, friendship is tricky and wonderful and beautiful and hard and beautiful and hard and beautiful. I hope and pray that this encourages you today to know that if you're in a phase of loneliness and motherhood and you feel like you don't have any friends, that it will happen for you. Not if you sit at home all the time. <laughs> Not if you don't get involved. Not if you don't reach out to people ever. There is a little effort on your part. But it will happen. Make that effort. Pray on it. I'm praying for you and I'm praying that the right God will put the right people into your life that will feed you, lift you up, pray for you, and just meet you where you're at so that you can have those fruitful friendships also. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Raw Mom Life podcast. If you love anything you heard today, share it with some family or a friend who might resonate with it as well. I love to hang out on Instagram, so come find me over there for some more laughs and maybe a few tears as well, but always a good cup of coffee. Mama, I appreciate you and never forget, you are never alone.